This is the WMSC interview of Bonded by Blood drummer Carlos Regalado by Nick Perkel. How have you tailored your set list to appeal to uh, fans of Death Angel for this upcoming tour of yours? Um, I wouldn't really say we had like catered a set list to the particular fans. I think we're just implementing a lot of new songs into the set list and songs that we feel need to be played, need to be heard. <laughs> what would you say are these songs that you feel like really need to be heard by fans? I would have to say songs that we're, we're going to be playing a lot uh, will definitely be the title track, The Aftermath, uh, Crawling in the Shadows. Just those two songs in particular are just very powerful and good songs to play live, and we all enjoy them. Can you speak about tracks that didn't make it onto Aftermath, but perhaps may see the light of day on another album or perhaps a foreign release of Aftermath? We had a couple songs that uh, we had cut that we didn't feel were good enough for the record. I don't know. It just depends where we're at when we start writing the next record. I mean, if, we, if we're feeling different, about our direction or we sort of have different influences like we'll most likely bring up those old ideas just to try them out but they'll definitely get changed drastically I could I know that for sure because there's a couple songs on the aftermath that were not put on exile but redone on aftermath like completely rehauled that you put on aftermath the same goes for feed the beast to exile but it's just it's kind of weird we don't really think about it we just sort of pick up where we left off and just completely rewrite songs, probably use a couple of riffs here and there, but it's, it's weird because it's not really noticeable. You wouldn't really be able to hear like songs that were supposed to be on a previous record, but I think we'll bring back one song that was supposed to be on the Aftermath and just rehaul it, but uh, the others weren't, aren't really something we'll probably bring back. We'll probably just write all fresh material. Do you care to talk about that one track that may eventually see the light of day? What do you mean? Um, it kind of sounds like there's this song of yours that you're speaking of that, like, you pretty much got the, uh, the meat and the bones written for it, and it's just maybe you need to, like, do a little bit more work on it, and it's, it'll be pretty much finished. Is that how that idea is right now, or is it pretty much just bones right now, and there's quite a lot of work left to do on it? I'd say there's quite a lot of work. I mean, there's, like, probably the opener to the song and nothing really no, nothing really structured to be honest i mean we're talking like a couple riffs and a couple cool ideas that were in the air that just didn't make themselves happen with the full song like you know but i'd say i'd say it's pretty good chances that something might surface from that didn't make it on the aftermath you choose crawling in the shadows for your music video how is that video coming along and when do you expect to have it online well crawling was first choice for all of us to have because it was a uh, short and sweet song that just was straight to the point. It had a cool story. I mean, it was extremely catchy, and uh, we think it's one of our strongest songs. And uh, we, we shot the music video probably like two weeks ago, and uh, we, we'd probably see it sometime ready uh, in October, I would guess, in early October, um, if not late October or even early November, no later for sure. And uh, I think it's going to come out really cool because, I mean, Dave, our director, had all these really cool ideas. And at first, it didn't really seem like it was going to come together as we normally are used to making a music video. Like When we used our last one, we did things a little bit differently. But uh, with this one, uh, he used a lot of really cool things, and I think everyone's going to be pretty, pretty surprised with it. I think it's going to be cool. Personally, what song on The Aftermath is the most fun for you as a drummer to play? Well, I can tell you <laughs> there's songs that are extremely hard for me to play. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I'd say the funnest. I mean, Left Behind's pretty fun, but it's, it's, it's extremely tiring. But I do a lot of 
I mix it up a lot, like on that song. You know, I do the the standard thrash beat during verses, and then the chorus is uh, something totally different from the other songs. It's a bit more kind of kind of percussion style, and then uh, during the solos, I kind of do like a forbidden influenced hi hat. Like you could just kind of hear that, you know. And uh, I'd say that's one of the funnest songs, but it's also pretty challenging because I mean, it's it's the last song on the list, and uh, I mean, the last songs are always the hardest one to push out because, you know, it's after the entire set. But probably Left Behind and probably Crawling, maybe. That song's pretty cool. It's got a lot of crazy stuff in it. Did you end up deciding to rework more worlds than one to put into your set list anytime soon? Or is that idea on hold for now? I would say it's on hold. We haven't talked about it. It's one of our favorite... It's pretty much our favorite song that came out of the Exiled era. And... uh it was weird because, I mean, we never really got to play it live much. I mean, we had I think we had it on a set list way back for, like, a little tour. But, um, I mean, it's just one of those songs that is there, but just fans, I don't know, real underground people that know about it. Because I, I don't think I've met a, a handful of people that even know it exists. And I think it's kind of cool to leave it that way because then you kind of have your own... Uh, albums and then when people have these albums they think they have everything but we actually have a couple things that are kind of hidden which we think we like we like to have because we like to have more than just three albums in an ep and a demo you know we also have like those songs that are kind of hidden but i mean we haven't discussed playing it and i don't think we're going to play it for a long time but i mean if if this band's still together in 10 years and we're just putting together songs for a really cool type of show it would possibly make it on there like a dvd type show you know what i mean for the stop of your tour at the blue room in secaucus new jersey what kind of set list do you expect to have well i know that we're going to open strong with uh what are we starting with forgot our own set list (laughs) i know we're ending with left behind um and then we're playing a lot of the new songs and we're playing probably two or three old ones so two, one of the old ones is Immortal Life, and another is 600 AB, After the Bomb, and possibly Mind Pollution, but that depends on how much time we get. We're still not sure yet. Probably 30 minutes, so that one might not make it on there. I noticed there's a darker, more serious nature to your music with the new songs from Aftermath. Have you got treated better at the Black Castle than in past appearances? Well, I, I mean, the Black Castle hasn't really been a legit professional venue it's just been kind of uh an empty warehouse with a man-made wooden uh stage with you know average sound with tons of feedback just just lots of kids coming in and just you know and it's not the greatest area of la and uh but i mean there's always good shows there and it's always a good time and that's usually what makes a venue i mean you could have a venue that's got all these amazing lights and sound and stage and then the night just not feel like true because I mean maybe the the turnout was poor or the fans just didn't give give what the bands were hoping for like a good response or something and uh I mean it just it just all depends I mean I guess we've been treated pretty well from them I mean they've we've never had anything against the Black Castle or anything like that but it's always good to play shows there you know I think we'll be playing there for a long time do you notice when you play shows with some of the local black thrashers like Witchhaven, Dismantle, and Harlequin, do fans of these bands seem to pick up your music better than the regular thrash and speed metal fans? Well, it really depends. I mean, I, I personally don't like to categorize 
uh, categorize genres too much, like try not to divide them, especially with fans, because to me, I mean, that just it just sort of pits people against each other type of thing. But uh, with Witchhaven, I mean, I wouldn't say we have different fans. I mean, there's not just kids out there that just like thrash bands and that's it. You know, I mean, we all try to go support each other no matter what type of music, as long as it's in the metal type of way, you know what I mean? Like whether it be black, you know, black thrash or thrash metal or even like a bit more different death metal style like Ex Mortis or something. <laughs> I think we all get along well with all our fans, especially when we play together. I noticed you were mentioning this month's Burn issue from Japan in the pickup disc import pick of this month. Now that there's some Japanese press for your new album, when do you expect Japanese fans to see you on their shores again? or see a Japanese release of your album? Well, we still have never been to Japan, but we've been dying to go there, and we've just been waiting for our chance, and it just hasn't happened yet. I mean, uh, I, I know we've had a couple contacts, but they just haven't fallen through. But one of our top priorities for sure is getting to Japan, and I'm glad we're in uh, mag- cool magazines like Burn to uh, give us more of a chance when we do finally make it out there, you know, because... The first time, I mean, if, it's it's not going to be easy to get there, <laughs> and so you know, if we when we finally do, you know, we hope it, we hope for the best, you know. <laughs> for when that day comes, when you fly out to Japan, what would be some bands that you think would make good touring mates for you guys? Well, I've always wanted to tour with Japanese bands. I would love to go there and then have bands from Japan in, in metal or thrash metal or even death metal, doesn't really matter to me, to, to, to tour with them and get to know them and finally get some, some friend bandmates uh, from Japan. I think that'd be great. But if we're talking, you know, flying out there and then meeting up with another USA or even a European band, there's countless amount of bands I'd, I'd die to tour with. <laughs> I couldn't even begin to name any of a couple. I'd, you know, <laughs> as long as we're in Japan. For this European tour... What places are you looking to hit, and what type of merch will you have for sale? Well, we're looking to hit as much as Europe as possible. It looks, it's looking to be just around 30 dates, average give or take about 5 to 10 dates. Um, we're going to be touring uh, all throughout the U.K. We're finally going to be hitting Ireland for the first time, all the major places in Ireland, I believe, Belfast and um, a couple other places, three or four places in Ireland, so... We're really excited for that. That's like going to be the peak for us because we still haven't been there. And we have a lot of friends there and Gamma Bomb and stuff. And uh, so all over the UK, down obviously to, to a lot of the obvious places like Germany and um, I believe Spain and, uh, you know, just all over the, uh, the western side. And um, I'm not sure if we're going to be pushing into Poland or anywhere over there, even as much as I wish we were. But, uh, I mean, we're hitting a lot of places, and the dates should be up on our Facebooks pretty soon. What type of merch are you currently promoting right now that people need to know about? And is there online addresses for people to order your merch? We don't have too much new merch. We didn't, we didn't have enough time to get a new shirt before this tour. But we do have um, uh, a new Vultures t-shirt, and we have the Aftermath logo t-shirt, which is the, the album cover art. And that one's, that one's pretty sweet. Those are probably our newest, but we've been looking to try to get um, girl shirts and another new guy, another new normal T-shirt, but uh, I don't think we're going to have them for these tours. So, But we have patches, pins, uh, and dozens of uh, T-shirts from each of the albums, and uh, you could get them. You can get them directly from eric.com, and you should be able to follow the shop links 
to, to directly buy our stuff, which would help us. And but it's always best to buy our merch in person at a show. That's the best way you could support a band. But as far as Europe, I'm still not sure what we're going to be getting. Probably just the main shirts, like logo shirts and aftermath and vultures. And we also have LPs still from Feed the Beast and Exiled. And I'm not sure if we're getting LPs for the aftermath yet. Finishing things up, what are some L.A. bands that you think people need to look up and check out, or bands even on the West Coast, too? Well, I could name more bands than just in, in the West Coast, man. I mean, there's so many bands that should be farther than they are because they're just giving so much. And, you know, I, I think the metal scene, it, it looks and seems huge with all these awesome festivals we see across the world and all these you know, that metal show and, like, all types of stuff sort of making metal more more broad, you know? And I think Warbringer, Exmortis, Witchhaven, uh, there's Madrost, there's, there's, man, there's so many. There's Fuel by Fire, you mentioned them earlier. Um, there's Havoc, there's Diamond Plate, there's uh, Manifest, they're out of Boston, or Lowell, Lowell, Massachusetts. That's where they're out of from. Um, so there's so many more, but I just there's Vector. Uh, man, there's there's plenty. I mean, if you look up these bands, you will definitely be linked to, to plenty of others that I forgot about <laughs> or, or can't remember right now. <laughs> there's also Fatality out of Canada. There's Aggressor. I those two I hope still together. <laughs> Um, and there's plenty more I know I'm forgetting, man. Monolith, I mean, tons. Excellent. Thanks a lot for your time, Carlos. I appreciate it. Awesome, dude. Thanks. This has been the WMSC interview of Bonded by Blood drummer Carlos Regalado by Nick Burkell.